Hey, what's up, everybody? This is your girl, Jay, and welcome to the J-Spot, and that J is spelled J-A-I-E. This podcast is all about music, all about albums, all about artists, all about different genres that a lot of people may not know, and we can introduce that to them. So sit back and relax and enjoy. Peace. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the J-Spot. As you can hear in the background, today's going to be a good day. And it's because Mary J. Blige is joining us in the room today, not in person, but her music is going to come sit with us for a little while. Yes, I know my brother over here is gleaming with glee because I'm pulling Mary J. out the hat. I never really was a fan of the song Real Love, but I hear it so much at work that I'm like, you know what? This song really was a bop, though. I mean, I was a young girl out here when Real Love was really on the scene. But yeah, so I'm super excited to explore some of my personal favorite Mary J songs with you all. They may not be your favorites, but whose favorites are they? Mine. Okay, so before we get started, I just want to say it is another hot but beautiful day in the city of Houston, in the great state of Texas. It's hot out there, y'all. It's hot, but the skies are blue. It's a little cloudy, but it's giving a whole new light vibe to the studio where I'm at today. It's such a great day. I'm alive, and this is not an accident. Woo! I'm alive because there's more. Thought I'd share that with you guys. <laughs> Thought I'd share that. Can I get an applause on that, please? <laughs> Thank you. I have so many things that I want to unpack with you guys today. So many things have been going on in my life, in my mental, and I feel like this is my platform. This is my space to get on here and talk to you guys and hopefully if you listen to this episode, which I know you will, you will give me some feedback and tell me about some some of your experiences or if you have experienced some of the same things that I'm going to talk about today. I also want to thank everybody who has has sent a review or placed a review and wrote a comment about the J-Spot. I just learned that there are people in other countries who are listening to the J-Spot. And I cannot believe it. So I want to thank you to those in South Africa and those in the Netherlands. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Bless you in your coming and your going. Okay? Okay. So let's hop right into it. So one of the topics that I was looking at on today, wait, I missed it. How y'all doing? I didn't even ask. I'm so rude. How y'all doing? I hope y'all doing all right. Once again, you are alive. And this is not an accident that you're alive. Because there's more. Don't you ever forget it. Give yourselves a virtual hug from me to you. Once again, ladies, it's so hot outside. If you are wearing lace fronts, closures, all of those things, keep you some got to be in your purse, honey, because it's hot. 
Okay? Or you can do like I did, turn that sewing into a headband wig. I'll tell you about that later. Moving on. So, <laughs> and one of the topics that I'm going to talk about today is, you know, Generation Z decided that they were going to say that they wanted to cancel the song Cater to You by Destiny's Child. That really, like, messed with me. And I, and I, and Michelle, you know, one of the ladies from the group Destiny's Child, um, you know, she has her hit song, Heard a Word, When Jesus Says Yes. Those are her hits. But anyway, um, no shade, girl. No shade. No shade, girl. <laughs> Do your thing, sis. But she came on the, sh- um, the Shade Room, and she made comments that maybe Cater to You is going to be canceled because you catered to the wrong man, sis. Hmm. Go figure. Now, listen, I've never been the type to just, like, cater per se, but I have bought some things. And I have done some things and perhaps to the wrong guy. We're going to get into that later. But, you know, when you feeling feeling the way you feel about somebody, I mean, come on now. But I think that it's just a little bit far fetched. Just a little bit. I mean, if you listen to the lyrics, she said, let me brush your hand, put your do rag on. Now, the man that I once knew, (laughs) he's very particular about his hair. So I wouldn't be able to do that for him because he didn't have much of it. But anyway, so what I'm saying is, (laughs) you know, you have to be careful in that area. In that area. Listen, I'm not bashing nobody. Okay. I'm just saying what I'm speaking facts. Okay. So um, moving on, you know, it's, it's, it's different lyrics in that song that, you know, you want a foot rub, you want a manicure. I don't like feet, so I probably would not be touching those feet or anybody's feet, to be honest with you. I mean, that's just me. A manicure, hey, I can pay mingly down the street if you want to go do that. Back in my childish days, I used to pay for a young man to get his hair cut. I did. I did faithfully. (laughs) Faithfully, because I wanted, I liked his haircut a certain way, so I paid for it. That was in my childish days. That's what that's what I did. But that was a young Jay out here in these streets being stupid, okay? Because I feel like you're a grown man, and if you have a job, you can go to the barbershop and get your hair cut the way that you want to have it cut, period. So, anyway, that's another subject for a different day. But I just think that this generation has so many things. Like, they don't have enough to do to sit down and just, like, dissect Destiny's Child Cater to You. Ain't that song, like, 17 years old or something like that? And the fact that we sitting here in the year of our Lord and Savior 2021 trying to figure out what's wrong with the song Cater to You. I feel like if you have a man in your life that's special and you want to do something for him, do something for that man. You want to brush his hair? Hopefully he have a lot of it. But if you want to brush his hair, you want to put some beard oil on his beard. You want to do all those things for him? Do it, sis. Don't let these young, bitter people tell you what you can and cannot do for your man because they are not in the relationship with you. Go ahead. Say what you got to say. You know, here's my thing. I don't understand why this generation wants to cancel everything. Everything. Lord have mercy. One thing they should have learned from Robert is that you can't cancel good music. Are we talking about the Kelly? I don't. I just say Robert. I don't deal with that. No, I just want to make sure which Robert we're speaking of. The Kelly? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, but you can't cancel everything. I mean, no, good music is good music. And here's the thing. 
in our era when this song came out, mm-hmm. this is what people felt like they, you know, this is where they was with it with their relationship. Today is different. So I mean, like I said, and I agree with Michelle one hundred percent. It could ha- could it have been that you were doing all these things for the wrong gentleman? Some of them haven't even been with gentlemen. So you know, so, here's where it gets a little tricky. Because at the beginning, you may think that he is the gentleman. Right. And then three years later, not to be precise, but three years later, you find out that this <laughs> that this person is not the person that you signed up for. Exactly. And if you were never with the right gentleman or man or have not been with a exactly. gentleman. If you've been with a nigga, then you don't understand exactly. this, this right here. Exactly. So... But now, I if, hope if the words were if you've been with a nigga, if the words was let me drive by your mama house, throw something at her, cuss out, then you know, they probably Then that's like, different. Let me let me smash the windows out your car. Let me put your car on flat. Right. Maybe that's the type of person that you desire. Right. But these this man that Beyonce, Kelly, and Michelle was singing about was the man of their whatever their desire or whatever that was worth you know and i think that sometimes i feel like on the other side of the coin that sometimes men may feel like they do so much for us and we really don't do uh, enough for them like they may feel like you know what we're always doing we have to do this we have to do that but y'all just sit back and reap the benefits and i feel like cater to you was kind of like that homage to say you do so much for me let right. me do so much for you. You know right. what I'm saying? So that's what I'm saying. If you get in a relationship where it is 50-50 and not 70-30 sometimes, and maybe on a, on a hot day it's 54. Anyway, but, right. you know, you just want to, you know, make sure that you're doing catering and doing those things and you guys are on the same page in that said relationship. So to all you Generation Z listeners, if you are listening to this, y'all cut that out and get and find you something to do. Really? Can you say that again? Cut that out Uh and find you something to do. And don't judge. And don't judge. Okay? So, next. This next topic. Whew, child. This has been on my mind. And I really... Y'all come on in here and sit down. All y'all come on in here and sit down. Because we got to have a chat. Okay? This is the... Come on and sit down. Let's have a little rap session here. This is what we're going to do. So... All right. As you know, I am in the big girl plus size community. I am not only the client, but I have been the president for a long time. I've been involved in this community. I'm happy to be a big girl slash plus size woman. I have been bigger than what I am and I have lost weight recently, but I am who I am and I and I, I've learned to love myself. The reason why I am talking about this, y'all come on in and sit down and be quiet now. I see y'all still coming in. So, recently on Instagram, and I'm going to leave the link in the description box for this, there was a young lady who was a, is a big girl, and at one point in her life, she was a little insecure about herself and things like that, and she lost a ton of weight. So, she decided that she was going to, um, she was going to post a picture of her in a bikini. Now, as women, we tend to praise women who like, you know, body positivity, and there are some men that were praising her for body positivity and things like that. And so then there was this one guy who commented and and began to say that she was not attractive. Why is she doing that? That is something that big women should not do and so on and so forth. And it got me to thinking, Jay, you have male friends in your life that appreciate you for who you are. Why don't you ask them how they feel about it? So they gave me permission to give their responses. Shout out to 
all five of my guy friends. I love you guys so much, and thank you guys for your continuous support of me. I hope that you are listening to this because I'm not going to say your names like I said, but I am going to give your thoughts, and you'll know I'm talking about you by what I said. So, <laughs> so the first guy, I asked him, how do you feel about big women slash plus size women? And his response was, are you okay? And I'm like, yes, I'm fine. And he was like, so... I love big women. I really love big women. I appreciate big women. Now, this guy, he's handsome, dark, beard, everything. And you would look at him and think that he's supposed to be with some kind of Instagram model or something like that. But he's not. And he was like, I love a big woman. I love confidence in a big woman. I think big women are beautiful. Big women are beautiful. I love it. So I said, okay, cool. So he, you know, proceeded to give me praise for the type of big woman that I am and told me that I was beautiful and things like that. Second guy said the same thing. He was like, I love big women. I appreciate big women. I love their confidence. Not a negative comment there. The next two pretty much said the same thing. And then this was one in, in particular. This guy, he's been my friend for 10 years plus. I love this man to death. And he basically gave me the truth for him. And he was like, I love big women. I appreciate big women. I think big women are great and beautiful, but I have my limits. And I respect that. His thing was, you know, I only, you know, it's a difference of being big and it's a difference of being too big. And he was like, and, you know, I have, there's only so far that I can go. And he just became a pescatarian. So he was saying, I don't want to be eating a salad and she eating a 10-piece lemon pepper. You know, he was like, I want her to at least want to, you know, be healthy or something like that. He was like, I'm not saying she has to go to the gym every every day, but I want her to have some type of health kick to her. And then he, again, he proceeded to tell me that, you know, he appreciates the woman that I am. He thinks I'm gorgeous. He thinks I'm beautiful the way that I am and that I shouldn't think that way about myself. So then finally we get to my ex. So I decided that I was going to ask him. Now, this is a person that I was with for three years. And I asked him, how did he feel about big women? And do you know that he went, ex I mean, left, y'all. He went left, like to the left, Beyonce left. His response really baffled the mind for me because of the simple fact that it's like, I was with you for three years. And then you decided that now all of a sudden you don't like big women. That baffled the mind to me. And, I, and, I, and I'm saying this because it's like everybody has a choice. Everybody has a preference. But to make a statement that I was the biggest woman that he ever dated is kind of like, are you trying to insult me? <laughs> or are you trying to compliment me? I don't know what version of this song that you're playing. But you have really messed it up for me. <laughs> but anyway, I'm just saying that that I want to give every big girl, every plus size woman in here the confidence to know that it's okay for you to be who you are. And it's okay for you not to try to dim your light and sit on your shine because someone may not want you in a way that you would want them. Always remember to love yourself first. There's nothing wrong with you. If you want to get healthy for yourself, get healthy for yourself, but don't try to do it for a man. Please don't. And if you find yourself in a position that I was in, 
it's okay to walk away from that situation. It's okay to say enough is enough. It's okay to just, you know, by the response and the things that he said to me, it kind of gave me that extra boost of confidence to say, you know what? Thank you. I appreciate like what you, what you said to me, because from now, from this point on, I know that from the beginning, this really wasn't what you wanted to do. And you were trying to force yourself to be with me. And I didn't like that at all. So, yeah, so that's why we're having this roundtable discussion at this moment. But, yeah, you can say what you need to say. So, I was going to say uh, real quick. Now, the thing that you're sharing, because a lot of women, plus-size women, deal with this. where and, and it gets deeper than that because you have a lot of women where men will be with you privately and not want to be with you publicly. That is correct. And so, you know, there's this culture of women that are starting to take possession of their beauty because they've been taught to just deny the fact that they're even beautiful because they don't look like the the magazine type when these people are not always they're small and not always happy that's correct you know so i think the fact that you like you said you you have guys that will spend three years in a relationship and all of a sudden because they're not able to think for themselves Mm -hmm. they'll say something that's totally not true to their truth because Correct. you don't do three years with someone and come to this revelation and talk like you've been living that life the whole time when you know differently. Exactly. And that's what I'm saying. I'm not that type of person to bash you or throw you under the bus. It's just shocking to me that it's just like, so what? <laughs> like, right, right. like, it's like, you know, I didn't know how to take that in that moment. And but what does that tell you as a, as a woman that, you know, you're with someone and you're, uh, I'm sure, um, as a sapiosexual, which is someone that's in, that's intrigued by intelligence, mm-hmm. that part of that would be the confidence. You know, being right. with someone that's confident enough to be with you, share that space with you. Right. And then you come and share something like this that is, I mean, the unattraction, the, I would think... The turnoff is not what you're saying. It's the fact that you're even saying it and you just live this life. Exactly. And that's and that's the thing. That's why I'm like, I don't hate him. I'm not even mad at him. Like, I'm really not. The thing, the fact of the matter is, is like you showed me who you were and you right, made the comment right. that every man wants to be with a fit woman. And every man that I asked that question to looked at me and said, where did you get that bullshit from? Sorry, Amy. But where did you get that from? <laughs> well, I mean, every man does want a, a, someone that's healthy um, and healthy doesn't have a set size. Correct. So, because you could be four hundred pounds and, and don't have a lick of diabetes, high exactly. blood pressure, nothing. Exactly. So, I, I don't think when you talk about fit, every man, most men, and some men do have a preference. Don't get right. me wrong. There's right. Men that have a there's preference. nothing wrong with that and either. There's nothing wrong with that. But they un, they understand their preference in the beginning. Right. It doesn't just right. come up out of nowhere. Right. So you know, to say I don't know, man. How do you say to a person you're the biggest I've been? Man, Come on now. Now, it's some things that yeah. I could say. It's some things that I could say. <laughs> no, Jay. But I'm not no, going to say it. No, Jay. But I could say it. No, Jay. But I ain't going to say it. You know why I'm not going to say it? Because, ladies, listen, that's not how you get your blessing. Okay? That's not how you get your glow. You glow because you walk away from bullshit. I'm sorry, Annie. I'm so sorry. But you walk away from that. 
You tend not to, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm not going to be that woman that's going to be like, oh, girl, but he did this or he did that. But did he want to sit here and talk about me? No, boo-boo, because when we were together, we were together. And what happened in that relationship is what happened in that relationship. I decided that at this point that it's like, it's no point. Like I said, I don't hate this person. I don't wish anything bad on this person. But I want him and that fit woman to ride off into the sunset. I mean, but here's the thing. She may not even exist. She might. I mean, she might, but she may not. But here, I mean, the reality of it is, is, and I, I always tell people this: you have to understand. At some point, confidence is key. There it is. So if you're not confident as a male, mm-hmm. and, and and most men who say one thing do another, there's a lack of. You're still in discovery mode. Hello. So it doesn't matter what you find if you don't possess the confidence you need within yourself. Correct. You can get a fit chick, a thick chick. It doesn't even matter. It doesn't even matter. If you're not the foundation that you need to be as a man. Right, Because right. the hardest thing for any woman to do is try to anchor a man down. You can't, you can't get a man to anchor down. But it's just... And, 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 and it don't come that way. And I hope I'm not oversharing, but I just want to say that in reality, it made me realize that for three years, I was in a relationship by myself. I was pretty much like alone. Like, you know, if you, as I sat back and I really just replayed a lot of things in my mind, it was kind of like, I was just like floating along with it because I constantly questioned myself every day in that relationship. I questioned myself. I questioned, I had, I talked about it so much that it consumed my life. And if I wouldn't have had the courage when he broke up with me, that gave me the courage to actually step back and say, you know what, Jamie, yeah, that's me deck on it. You have to say to yourself, like, <laughs> you know what? It's time for you to to do what you need to do. And if he wouldn't have broke up with me, there would not be a J spot. There would not be the confidence that I have right now because I needed that. I needed to break away from that because it that's all that consumed my life. I did nothing but focus on him and that relationship. I went to work. I wanted to know what he was doing. And went to sleep and got up and did it all over again the same day. It was like a vicious cycle. It was like I was in a bad movie. Even though I forced myself. And there would be times I would be sitting right next to him and I would be saying to myself, Jay, this is really not what you want to do, sis. Why are you doing this? Because I loved him. Well, there you have it. And I loved him unconditionally. But this man has looked me in the face and told me that I love you with conditions. And if that didn't give my dumb ass, I'm sorry, Annie, enough room to walk out. I don't know what the fuck. I'm ooh, Annie, girl. <laughs> I don't know what was wrong with me. <laughs> but my. But son- I think women of all sizes go through that. Walk, yeah, I think all women go through that. So I don't think this that's a, a situation that's isolated. I think it's a situation that. Um, is 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 it gets a magnifying glass on it because it's a real life thing. Everybody's been yeah, down it, that it road, really it so. really is. And I and I felt like I needed to be transparent with you girls today because this is this is therapy for me sometimes, and I need to get that off of me. And it was really something that I really had to just say. You know what? I gotta kind of I gotta get this out because if I keep holding it, then it's gonna build up something. And I'm so glad that I was able to share this with you guys. And I'm also gonna be sharing like more and more of my moments because I'm officially back into the dating scene. I'm officially back on the market, and the dating scene has changed. 
changed. Oh my God. Y'all, let me tell y'all something. Y'all can get up, go get y'all something to drink now. Y'all can get up from the table. I'm talking about something else now. So the other day, okay, y'all probably gonna laugh and I know my brother's gonna laugh. So the other day, you know, a gentleman had texted me because I gave him my number. I was being nice. I gave him my number. So he texted me and he said, hey, and he texts H-R-U-D. I thought the baby had a stroke. I don't know what that means. <laughs> what is that? Howard. <laughs> I was like, is he trying to say his name is Howie? What is that? I thought, I was like, what H-R-U-D? And I text back and I said, are you okay? Heard. And he was like, yeah, I'm good. I said, what's that? What is H-R-U-D? And he said, oh, I was trying to ask you, how are you doing? Baby, if you can't spell H-O-W-A-A-R-E-Y-O-U-D-O-I-N-G with a question mark, leave me alone. <laughs> leave me alone. Uh, what, wait. A simple, how are you? Well, it's it's just easier to just hit the letters, you know. Okay, do he have a T9 text phone or something like that? See, that's going to make me think you got a flip phone, and I ain't got time for that. No, people don't believe in using words. That's the problem. It's a waste of time. That's I, the problem. You know what WYD means. You're you not finna WYD me know, to death either. You know what WGD means. I do not know what that means. What, what go down? Let me tell you something. <laughs> and I want you to listen to me good. We are well over the age of 30. And if you are almost 40 years old uh, texting me WGD, don't text me no more because I'm not going to get a response. Y'all would not know the countless amounts of text messages I have gotten that people are texting me GM and I have not responded. That could have been my husband, but I was not going to respond to that because number one, (laughs) you're not going to text me no GM and you 45 years old. Absolutely not. It's it's a waste of energy to go out here trying to type good morning in proper grammar. You know what GM means. It means good morning. Now, all you got to do is respond and say, hey, or GM. T, I mean, yeah, GMTY or GMTY. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. No, 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 no. I am, it is. I'm just saying, you got to do what you got to do. I mean, of course you have to do what you got to do, but at the same time, I'm not going to do it. Uh, Sis, there's nothing to it but to do it. I mean, if if someone texts you and they're saying, Howard, you just speak back. I mean, why be? I'm so telling cold? you, I thought that man had a stroke. I thought he had <laughs> he slid all over them keys and didn't know what he was writing. That's what I thought. That's why I asked him, "Are you okay?" Oh my god! No, I don't. I don't. I mean, call me bougie, call me a stickler, call me whatever you want to call me. Mm-hmm. But at the same token, because I'm gonna text you good morning, I'm not gonna text you GM because I feel like if I'm not worth those letters. Oh my God. But see, now this what gets me with females. Y'all be like, oh, so I'm not worth the full. And it's I'm like, not worth it's the full good morning. It's not that crucial. It's just, Child. it's a Howard situation. Okay? I don't know what he, he ain't going to, he going to get a zero response. What, what if you are really missing out on Mr. Right? Maybe I am, <laughs> but you're not finna text me no H-R-U-D. What? Hey, what's something else you've noticed? Like, In the dating scene now? Yeah. Oh like, my God. Like, okay. I hate multiple texters like if you text me hey what's up and i text you not much and i don't get back and you text me back and i don't get back to you when i come back to my phone and i have 17 missed messages from you i'm not gonna talk to you ever again that don't tell you like 
he's interested. No, that tells me that he's bored and ain't got shit to do. I'm sorry, Amy. But he ain't got nothing to do. No. No, I'm not. So you don't so you don't feel chosen. I don't feel chosen. I feel annoyed. <laughs> I seriously feel annoyed. And then also I also want to say shout out to the to the chubby chasers out there. I love y'all. And y'all and the reason why I, I'm gonna call y'all the secret chubby chasers, because me and my brother went to the to the breakfast club today. First of all, I don't do light skinned dudes because you got to be careful. I don't do them. So second of all, we're standing in line and I don't know, sir, if you ever hear about the J spot, I did think you was cute, but nothing was ever gonna come of that. Okay. So we were standing in line and my brother was doing a video of me. So I'm standing there and he walks up with his homeboy. He has everything, y'all. The beard, the haircut, the Nike outfit. He looks marvelous. So he make he looks at me and I'm like, why is this cat looking at me? And I look up again and we make eye contact and he smiles and nods. And then he keeps walking and he's still looking, but I don't, I don't, I mean, I pay it because I'm like, like I said, he, you know, he wasn't my type and he went and he stood like a couple behind us and he was watching us the whole time. And I told my brother, I'm like, there's a CC in the midst. And he was like, ain't no chubby chase out here. Yes, they are. I just want to shout y'all out because y'all be in secret and y'all think us big girls don't be knowing that y'all out there, but we see you boo boo. Okay, well, we I'm, gonna, I'm just gonna post the video to the since you already told the story. <laughs> I mean, we might as well put the video up on the J Spot page. So, IG, I mean, Facebook. I'm just and it, and it baffles the mind, and it always and you and you. He's sitting right here. He always be like, "Why dudes? I never knew like dudes be checking for you like that." I don't be paying it no mind. Well, at the time I was in a relationship, so it really didn't matter to me. But you know, now it's kind of like you start seeing it. You know what I'm saying? And it's just you start seeing it. You just start seeing things that dudes that be like looking at you and stuff, and I be like, "What you looking at me for?" Well, I think it's funny because this has been like, I mean, history. Like we go back more than ten years. We're at where? Where were we? The men's warehouse. We were at the men's warehouse. At the men's warehouse, <laughs> trying to get a uh, fit for prom. So now y'all know I'm really there. Mm-hmm. So we're trying to get fit for prom. And someone, I'm in the dressing room, about to come out of nothing but boxes and a, uh, and a, and a vested top, okay? Because <laughs> somebody's out there, what you know about Jay-Z? I know nothing about Jay-Z. <laughs> And I'm like, uh, cut that out. <laughs> cut that out. Okay, let's uh, we're here for one reason only. And it all oh, it never failed, man. We met a dude at Waffle House. We met a dude at Waffle House. We sure did. Oh my god. We okay. sure did. We met a dude at Waffle House and the dude was just he kept coming back to the table. So I I I dismissed it. Well, like months later. The dude recognizes me while we're in Walmart. Just so happened, I think we were together in Walmart. We were. And he's, where's your sister? Where's your... <laughs> oh, my God, dog, <laughs> man. I can tell y'all countless of stories where this has happened. I mean, just, the, remember, the, remember the uh, the musical, The Married Guy? Oh, yeah. The musical, um, no names there, but. Yeah, we're not going to, we're not going to do that. <laughs> no names there. Once in LA, he was, but the but the, but the man got blocked. That, so. But wait a minute, you t- okay? The one that you told me about that you just spoke to today, yeah. But he didn't ask about me, did he? But no. Okay but still, then. But okay. Still, but back then, but the music got blocked. That so. Well, and you know that was so shady of him. That was like so shady, and he blocked it because he wanted to talk to me. That was like you know blocked. what blocked. But you would always you wouldn't let anybody talk to me. And you still I don't, don't. I just don't believe in wasting time. You still don't. You still don't. And we're not going to talk about the recent situation. We're not. 
<laughs> We're not. <laughs> it's Mary J Day. <laughs> exactly. So moving forward. <laughs> so I hope you and guys enjoyed my rant for today because I just really had to get that off of me. And any of the plus size women that are listening to my podcast, y'all, you know, leave a review and let me know how y'all feel about certain things. Follow me on uh, Facebook and let me know how y'all feel about it. If you have any comments, any stories that you would like to share with me of things that happen, hopefully one day we'll get it where you guys can call in and actually talk to me. So yes, that's Lizzo. I love that song. I also like her song, uh, Juice. It ain't my fault that I'm out here getting loose. Gotta... I like that song, too. So we're going to get into the song that's in my mental jukebox for today. This is by uh, Maroon 5. The name of the song is called Best For You. And I dedicate this song to my ex, actually, because I like the fact that he says, I just want the best for you, but I'm just not the best for you. And we're going to get into it. We're going to get into it, you know, because even though Adam Levine is talking about it from his point of view, but it's just the fact that I sit back and listen to this song and I think about, you know what? I just want the best for you and I'm just not what's best for you, but you don't want what I'm going to put you through. You don't, you don't want that. that. Does that mean like that a person is like not the one for you? Basically, it's like the person saying, you know what, boo-boo? I appreciate you and your niceness, but baby, you don't want this. I'm not the best for you, honey. Go on and find you a fit woman and go on about your business. <laughs> yeah, another night out. I get drunk, I get high, then you call in the lie and say I'm on my way now. Yeah, I say I'm on my way now. Show up when it's light out. When you're dressing for work in the mumbling words, I don't know what to say now. No, I don't know what to say now. You tell me I don't care. Tell me I never tried. I said I'm sorry. Maybe a million times. It's gonna hurt you if I don't say goodbye. You don't believe me. You don't believe me. I just want the best for you. I just want the best for you, but I'm just not the best for you. You don't want what I'm gonna put you through. I just want the best for you. I just want the best for you, but I'm just not the best for you. You don't want what I'm gonna put you through. Oh, no, baby. Oh. You never heard this? <laughs> That's a good one, ain't it? <laughs> That's a good one. Yes. I be jamming it on the way to work. People be looking at me like, what is she listening to? <laughs> I'm sorry. And my boo PJ Morton is playing the keys on this window. So you know what I'm saying? <laughs> But this is off of their Red Pill album. I believe it came out in 2019, if I'm not mistaken. But it's just something when that chorus hit, I'm just not the best for you. They really did that. So now that we've gotten all of the small talk out of the way, it's about that time that we go ahead and 
visit Miss Mary J. Blige. Let's go ahead and get into it. Uh, first of all, her career began in 1991 when she was signed to Uptown Records. She has released 13 studio albums. She has sold over 50 million albums in the United States and 80 million worldwide. She has won nine Grammy Awards, four American American Music Awards, 12 Billboard Music Awards. She has also received three Golden Globe nominations, including one for her role in the film Mudbound, which was released in 2017, and another for the song Mighty River. She also received an Academy Award nomination, I did not know that, for Best Supporting Actress and Best Original Song, becoming the first person nominated for acting and songwriting in the same year. In 1992, Mary J. Blige released her debut album, What's the 411, which is uh, which is credited for introducing the mix of R&B and hip-hop, which why she is the queen of R&B and hip-hop soul. Um, whew, Lord, Mary. Girl, I had to catch my breath. <laughs> but she has countless and countless and countless of albums. Those were, um, what's the 411? She also has one of my favorite albums, which is titled Mary. In February 2021, Mary J. Blige became a first time nominee for the 2021 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. What? What? I have been a Mary J. Blige fan for a long time. This person sitting across from me tends to think that I am not a Mary J. Blige fan because I played Faith Evans before I played Mary. Let's not do that because that's not fair. Mary J. Blige has a more extensive amount of catalog, so it takes some time to really get this together. So, before, <laughs> without further ado, we're going to get into my favorite Mary J. Blige songs. The first one that we're going to play is Reminisce. And that's off of her What's the 411 album. I remember uh, being a little girl, my grandmother had bought me a Mr. Microphone with a microphone stand. And I would stand in the backyard and I would perform this song to my imaginary audience. No joke. It was me and everybody out there. So let's go to the reminisce. Listen, 
Listen. That brings back some memories, y'all. Let's go ahead. We're going to try to move quickly here because I got a lot of Mary J that I want to share. And then we're going to get into You Remind Me, which is another classic by Mary J. Come on here. I used to sing that one in the backyard, too. You remind me. The sweet memories. <laughs> Sing, Mary. I'm getting hyped now. We get into my song right here. This, this, this right here. Love no limit. Let me tell y'all something. Whoo! This song right here. Mary did some singing on here. Mary, I just gotta say shout out to you, girl, because you showed you had range, sis. You showed you had range, and I love the beginning of the song. I'ma sing along. I don't care if y'all like it or not. Turn it up a little bit. Here we go. Let's go, Mary. Baby, there's no need to tell you. As far as I can clearly recall, my love has been here for you. So you don't have to worry at all. I'll sacrifice my time. I'll make sure you're satisfied. And there's no hard thing to the joy I'll bring. I'm going to give you all my love.
Y'all, I'm having a moment. I'm sweating. <laughs> Woo, baby. This is my song. I remember on 97.9 The Box, I think Nate was still on there at the time. And this was her shit. I'm sorry, Amy. I'm sorry. I'm trying to stop cussing. This was her song. And she would play it like when they would let her do like a throwback song. Baby, when this song came on, the tape lost her mind. And I did too. This was, <laughs> this is the song. Loving you, say loving you is all that I, all that I want to do, baby. Mary was in her bag. Woo. Okay, we're going to leave What's the 411 alone. We're going to go into her next album. And we're going to get into Mary Jane All Night Long. I like this song. Yeah, this song is my alarm song. It wakes me up. Except for it's the one with LL Cool J on it. (laughs) But there's a remix. But, you know, go ahead, turn it up. that song in the car okay this is your girl and you ain't got nothing to say what is the issue marriage one of those people it's like mary jane once you start you can't stop so i'm <sighs> trying to stay out of this <laughs> so this next song is a very melodramatic song very melancholy i cannot say that word to save my life is it melancholy or melancholy I thought it was melancholy. Sounds like I'm saying male and Connie, but I don't know. God, he's been with male. You know, male and Connie. The hatchback sisters. You know, when they get sad, they call male and Connie to come over <laughs> and help them with the issues. Okay. So, uh, so this next song is called My Life. Uh, Mary. This was when Mary was going through some shit. Ain't he look, either you're going to turn it off or you're going to understand <laughs> that I'm going to cuss. Okay? All right. 
Don't y'all be going around cussing talking about, ooh, I'm sorry, Annie. I watch. All y'all gonna be doing that. Watch. Just don't believe me, just watch. Shout out to Bruno Morris. Okay, turn it up. just want to say that Mary knew how to croon over a song, didn't she? <laughs> you knew Mary was going to do some male and Connie when she came over there. I gotta, I gotta learn how to pronounce that word. <laughs> It's so full of melancholy. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. How did somebody shout me out and say, Jay, this is how you pronounce melancholy? <laughs> because I'm going to be forever saying male and Connie, okay? <laughs> somebody, oh my God, did you hear that new Usher song? So full of melancholy. <laughs> When they come together. Yes. When Mel and Connie get together, they have such a great time. <laughs> Woo. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. <sure>. Wow. <clears throat> the next song on this same album is Be Happy. This song has one of the longest intros that I have ever heard. Is there a way that we can, like, fast forward through the intro of that? Because... That's a that's a whole thirty seconds within itself. Before we, <laughs> you don't want to do Mary J like that. Is that why you looking at me like that? How do you brush through this song? Has one of the greatest buildups. It does. Because after you get through this, you can't be nothing but happy. True. Listen. listen.
y'all look man look I forgot the words do you know how powerful this song is? I know, right? That's, oh, my God. That's why that intro takes so long to get into. Mary come out the gate swinging. But she give you time to set up the scene. She does. Because by the time Mary come in with what she, how can I? Love somebody else. Like, she sets up, what do you say? She sets up the scene. She sets the scene. She sets the tone. What do you say? Mary did what she had to do. She understood the assignment. She said, Mary, they told her, they said, listen here, Mary Jane, it may have a little bit of male and Connie in it, but. But this is not their song. This is not their song. This is yours. Mary came in on that second verse. Baby, look, she said, I asked for a sign. Promise me, Lord, above. I know the answer is in front of me. But when you think you're in love. You only see what you, baby, I start to throw something at Mary. And all I see is you for me. And, and then she got good, it got good to it. She said, oh, I <laughs> the way I feel inside. <laughs> I say, go ahead, Mary. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. <clears throat> sorry, Annie. You know what, Annie? I'm sorry. Apologizing your ass. I mean, ma'am, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I apologize. Okay, so moving on, we're going to go into her Share My World era, which was, that was a good uh, album. Actually, you know, Robert was on there, the Kelly. He had a song on there also, but let's get into I Can Love You. I used to watch this video on BET. Mary came out the gate swinging. Mary said, I'm sitting here wondering why you don't love me the way that I love you and maybe. But look, Kim really set this song off. She did. I think because Mary's vocals match Little Kim's rhyme, yes. it was not the same as Little Kim and Keisha Cole. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Totally different. Mary yeah. and Keisha came from the same bag on this song. I mean, it's... Mary and who? I mean, Mary and Lakeem. I said Mary and Keisha. I was about to say, so is that a new feeling like Mel and Connie? I don't know. <laughs> Mel and Keisha. <laughs> no, did Mel adopt Keisha? I don't know what happened. What? You know they them kids. Uh-huh. No, but like, oh, Mary and Lakeem, like, them together on this, mm-hmm. and it furthermore confirmed when, when uh, Auntie and Kim did what they had to do on the BET Awards a couple years back together. When Mary, when they honored Mary. Oh, they sure did. She was in that white carpet. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. There was a fur. Excuse me. <clears throat> My mic is off. But her and Kim came. I only like the song for Little Kim's part. I see because you tended to talking to Mary saying what she got to say because you're oh, trying to. Bad. My bad. No. You know, turn it up for the people to hear okay. it a little bit. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> I told you once, I 
told you twice. QB, throw the booty like a groupie for more ice. Armor truck ice, get the bonus like Nabuchet. In love with you since the days of Juice. Now I watch you play Columbo, Picasso. Tricks inside Colossus, turn your castle to brothels. Uh, who you loving, who you wanna be hugging? Dipping on your ninja Honda with Tunisian Raza. Why? You go more by the Jane Fonda. Physical fitness, Mary Blige be my witness. Under pressure, I lie for you. Die for you, who could buy the side for you? Right hand high for you. Because of you, I'm inheriting. Trillions, burying, billions. Bentley Coops, millions. Playing good Samaritan in the Sheridan. Who gonna love you like I do? Huh? What? <laughs> huh? What? <laughs> That's how you know I got good to marry. She say, ah. <laughs> Mary's one artist that don't care about no runs. No, no, no. Mary give you what she got. Ah. That's it. Take it. <laughs> Tell my neck take. <laughs> Next. Oh man, why we out of breath? Whoo, child, because we was over here ep- having a good time. This episode has has woke us out. I need a box fan or something in here. <laughs> Whew, a little window unit or something like that. Oh my god! So the next song is "Share My World." My mom used to play this song, this particular song. You know, as she was cleaning up, smoking her cigarette. I was just about to say this. That song, you clean up. This is when the pine saw come out. This is when. Yeah. I Fabuloso wasn't even out when this was the Was song. it not? Mm-mm. Your house smelled like pine saw and um potpourri. You think so? It was potpourri and pine saw. Hmm. <laughs> I don't think Fabuloso was out. Mm-mm. Hmm. You know what you might be right. Cause now pine saw got different flavors like Fabuloso. Yes, and Pine Saw only had one cent and one heavy cent <laughs> lady on the commercial. <laughs> Did that's, she pass? I don't know, but that's the center pine song. Okay. Like there's no one else but you. Promise you'll be true. That was so funny because I just caught on to what you said. You said, I don't know, but that's the center pine saw. That's what the lady used to say. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> that was that was funny. That tickled me. Y'all had to be here. But anyway, next we're gonna get into seven days. Now, I had no business singing this song as a child. No business. But Monday, a friend of mine. Tuesday. You went away. Wait, Monday, a friend of mine, Tuesday. I forgot the day. What did she say? <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. I was trying to figure it out. But I just know on Thursday, things weren't the same. But I know Wednesday, you skipped. <laughs> I just know on Thursday, she said things weren't the same. Yeah. Did, I thought it was... See, you don't even remember. Wednesday, things wasn't the same. 
No, it's Thursday. Things weren't the same. On Friday, you came back. <laughs> I wanted to kiss on you, but Saturday. on Saturday, but on Sunday, uh, you we, hugged me and my yeah, panties yeah. fell off. That's uh, what happened. <laughs> so. <laughs> I, I hit the wrong button messing with you. I hit the wrong button messing with you. I'm just saying, you. you know, but I mean, that's the truth. Ladies, y'all know how it go down. Y'all, oh my God. y'all going through some male and Connie in your relationship, and then he invites you over there on Monday, and then Tuesday. I'm trying to remember what happened on Tuesday. Monday, a friend of mine. Tuesday. Um. Did went, we play a game on Tuesday? Yeah, we played a game. What game did we play, Mary? What, what game was y'all playing on Tuesday? Was it uh, Nintendo 64? I don't know. What is going on? I'm sorry, y'all. We having some technical. Difficulties no, we're here. not. I'm just, uh, I'm just trying to figure out the words. Let, let me see. Let me see. Okay, we're just gonna go back into the song. <laughs> this is the song we figure out. Now what are we gonna do? Now that's a shame. All this happened in a week's time, and you got to Sunday, and you still don't know what you're you gonna do. You don't know what you're gonna do come Sunday. It's real. It happens to people every day. It's happening every day, and people want to hear about it, Betty. <laughs> you know what? Now that I'm actually listening to the lyrics of this song, I think she's singing to a friend. I, I don't. I don't know. Yeah, because she's saying when she first started off, I never thought that I. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, I see that. Okay, now turn it up so we can hear the chorus. know who that gentleman is in that song when she says I wanted to kiss you when he comes in too he wanted his 20 seconds of fame oh there's someone else on that song with her? yes I just look I wanted to look up the words that's why I stopped the song earlier because okay. I just wanted to get a clear understanding of what Auntie Mary was saying because seven days is serious okay so what was Monday mm-hmm. Tuesday Mm-hmm. Where did we get lost at? We got lost on Tuesday and Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> Tuesday and Wednesday, we didn't know where we was going with this. Okay, so Monday, a friend of mine, Tuesday, Tuesday we played a game. Wednesday, you, you went, went away. away. Uh-huh. Thursday, things weren't the same. That's where it got tricky, right okay. there on Thursday. And then on Friday, somehow or another, you came back. And then I wanted to kiss you on Saturday. I wanted to kiss you but on Saturday. But Sunday, you invited me over and you gave me a hug and my panties fell off. Oh, so, yeah, exactly. That's and, what happened. And now we don't know what to do. Now we don't know what to so do. That, those, that's the actual Listen, Mary, days. you don't shit where you eat. Sorry, Annie. You don't do that. 
if that's a friend, he's a friend. You never hug your friend and allow your panties to fall off. You just never do that. Okay? I've done it. End of story. So, moving forward. <clears throat> on that same album, we have It's On featuring R. The Kelly. We're not going to play that because that is a... S- never mind. This is one of those songs. Y'all remember, like, back in the day, you was in high school. You had a little crush on somebody. And they call you, and you know you had to set the mood while you was talking on the phone. You answer the phone, hey. <laughs> what you doing? Nothing talking to you. You sleep? No, you sleep. No, I ain't sleep. I remember one time, y'all, I thought I was so slick. I used to put, like, what? I just looked at this list. We're not going to make it. <laughs> Okay. My God. I told you. Mary takes time. Clearly. Mary takes time. Clearly. So, uh, true story though, real quick. So we were, um, I was young and I used to think putting like a whole bunch of blankets on top of my bed and like sitting in the middle of my bed was soundproof me being on the phone. So I had a a limit of the time I had to be on the phone because I had school the next day. So it was the weekend and I thought I was going to be smart behind and I was on the phone and I thought my grandmother was getting up to go to the bathroom and she I told her, I was like hold on so I got real quiet she went to the bathroom and I heard her walk back to her room so I thought she had walked back to her room so I got back on the phone I was like I'm back she busted my in my room and said you thought I was gone huh <laughs> staying on the phone to four o'clock in the morning in my damn house and so you know I got in trouble yeah, but anyway, but I was listening to this song as I got in trouble. So moving forward. So, yeah, it looks like, guys, we might have to do like a part two to Mary J because there are so many songs that Mary J has that I love, 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 love so much. But I'm going to pick one song from the next half that I just really have to play because I like it so much. It's off of the Breakthrough album and it's called Alone featuring Dave Young. Now, OK, true. I just want to really put this on y'all real quick. If you if you haven't heard of Dave Young, Dave Young is a very talented singer slash songwriter. He has sung behind and written for some great people out there. He actually has some music on YouTube. It's old. It's not really new. I haven't heard any of his new stuff yet. But he's a very talented guy. Look into him. I want to hear this song, so we're going to turn it up. Go ahead, Mary. Listen, boy, you had me can't believe you Cause you never done anything that I asked of you Always talking lie I just can't do right Blaming me for everything And that just ain't right Cause I can't do not know what to do I'm trying to stay with you I can't do this alone. alone, alone, alone. And I gave you everything I had there. And I never said nothing. Did everything for you. What did you do? Nothing. Then you got the nerve to want to run your mouth. Like I ain't never held you down. Baby, what did I do to deserve this? I put you on a shelf 
Listen here. <laughs> Are you tearing up over there? <laughs> you been through that before? <laughs> this was out in my hard time. <laughs> this song here. And don't let the person you singing about be in the car. <laughs> you, baby, this is how you get the message out. You turn the radio down and be like, see, this one I be trying to tell you. <laughs> I be trying to tell you this. But see, from a woman's perspective, when Mary, Mary always come out the gate swinging. She do. She came out, boy, you had me fooled. <laughs> it's always I can't believe you. <laughs> and for the first time, we get to hear the male's rebuttal. Yes. You know. <laughs> I Look, gave you everything I had, but you didn't say nothing. Music tried to put on his song. She came out swinging on that. <laughs> do you think? <laughs> You're so full of it, full of it. You don't, just don't know when to let up. <laughs> I'm telling you, Mary comes swinging. She came out the gate swinging. Their vocals together was a um, in the beginning because when Mary gets into the end, of course, you know Mary gets into her passion place. And sometimes she screams, and it's a key that we may not know, but she does it. But she 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 does, and only only Mary can do it. And I she tends to. I want to challenge you and other good singers to try to harmonize with Mary J. I just I did on this song. I don't think it's possible. I can harmonize with her on this. When she get like this part here, I can't. But when she's doing her other stuff, I can. Oh, okay. But Mary's just one of those good singers. Yes, yes. All is forgiven. All is forgiven. So, you know what, y'all? Because I have such an extensive list of Mary J. Blige songs, I can't. I should have looked at that playlist. This episode is going to be like 67 songs. It's going to be too long. So I'm sorry, but we're going to have to part two this Mary J. Bosch episode. So, you know, I hope that you guys liked the songs that I presented to you today. I hope you enjoyed the conversations that we had today. Remember that the song that's in my mental jukebox is Best For You by Maroon 5 off of their Red Red Pill album, excuse me. Then for the plus size section I played, you should have told me by Kelly Price that is also on Apple Music. And then I will have part one of the Mary J. Blige playlist in the description box of this episode. So now we're going to get into the song of the week. At first, I thought I was going to choose a Michael Jackson song, but I changed my mind. We're going to keep the whole empowerment of women going here and things like that. We're going to go with a song by Jasmine Sullivan and it's called good enough. It was written by Jasmine Sullivan. Of course, you can also hear Missy Elliott all over this song. It is on her love me back album, which is also a, a very good album. I'm trying to give you enough time to find the song. So here we go. We're just going to listen to this song a little bit because I love it so much. Shout out to Jasmine Sullivan. She was in her bag. I can put my best dress on, get my hair on, done for you. And you still wouldn't say, say I'm pretty. No. And I can spend my whole And you wouldn't appreciate 
let me tell you something. I'm going to give Jasmine a middle name. Jasmine Elvin Sullivan. Let me tell you something, young lady. You did what you needed to do. When they told you to come in here and sing this song, only, to me, only she could give this song the dramatics that it needed to really, like, push those lyrics out to that song. That chorus, if I'm not good enough, then, baby, that's the door. I bet you you won't find a fool <laughs> that's going to give you more. Baby, I don't want to waste your time changing how you feel. If you don't want me, somebody else will. Let me tell you something. This song, if it don't give you the courage to shake yourself off and get up and, and go, I don't know. But I do want to hear the bridge real quick, real quick, because, you know, yeah, turn me up in my headphone. If I'm not, if I'm not, I'm not good enough. Now I can only do so much. It's a shame that it ain't enough. But I'm tired, so tired of trying to give when I ain't got it. Oh, now I ain't gonna lie love you. But it was never me you wanted. And I'd be a fool to stay with you if you don't want me to. Ooh, ooh. And if I'm not good, I'm not good Jasmine said, now I can only do so much. It's a shame that it ain't enough and I'm so tired of trying to give what I ain't got. But I ain't going to lie. I love you. But what? But this is the kicker. But it was never me you wanted. Jasmine. Baby, look here. <laughs> look here. Talking about Mel and Connie. Shit. I'm sorry, Annie. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. But anyway, <laughs> once again, this song is on her Love Me Back album. The name of the song is Good Enough. I love, 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 love this song. As you can see, it just really fits everything that's going on with me right now. But once again, the this episode was dedicated to Mary J. Blige. I want to give a shout out to all the plus size girls, all of the chubby chasers. I want to say shout out, especially the light skin I saw at uh, the Breakfast Club. Hey, boo. And also this music you can find on Apple Music, Spotify, anywhere that uh, music can be uh, streamed. Um, next week, we will be doing part two of Mary J. Blige. So once again, I want to say thank you so much for listening to the J Spot. Don't forget to drink your water and mind your business. And while you're minding your business and drinking your water, go on ahead and listen to the J Spot. Jasmine, take me home. I bet you, you won't find Sweet.